Welcome to another edition of the CJ McCollum Show. I'm currently recording in Houston, Texas. And I love me some Houston, Texas. So I'm excited to be here. The weather is much nicer than Boston. And uh, the hotel we're staying at is very, very nice. Um, so I'm excited about the Post Oak Hotel. Oh. And I'm excited to Oh, you play. just put your location on Front Street. I guess they're going to be listening to this after you're there. Yeah, this isn't coming out until tomorrow. I'll be gone by the time this comes out, right? So who cares? <laughs> Right. I I mean, you just got there, though. It's like, you know, you're settling in before we before we uh, even got the pod going. We all got to listen to your room service order, which, by the way, on the road. And I'm sure I'm sure people listening don't want to hear about us complaining about our travel woes Mm -hmm. and what's important to us when we're traveling. But I'm going to do it anyways (laughs) because this is our life. I just, the one thing I need is room service because when I come into a, you know, city, especially if it's late, I I don't want to have to be like figuring out what to eat. Um, And we listened to your order. Uh, You went with a flatbread. I I don't know if it's going to be the right move, but we'll see. I went with the flatbread because I've eaten here for years and I've had the sushi, I've had different entrees and on game day I always have pasta so I decided against the spaghetti oh, bungoli. I'll get the huge carb load on game day with the salad. So today I went with the I went with the um chicken salad, the the honey chicken salad that comes on a croissant. And then I got the flatbread because it makes me happy and french fries <laughs> right. also make me happy so I did Correct. that with a smoothie. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited about it. That's and me. I think the two things, room service is a must, but also one of the game changers in my life is, is Postmates and Uber Eats because you can land, you can time the trip to the hotel and you can order hmm. your food and meet them at the lobby. And that's that's been a game changer for me and, and my eating habits uh, during my career. Yeah, yeah, that's that definitely is convenient. I did hear, though, on the back end of this call um, – the the woman who uh, was taking your order did not call you by your your actual name. Do you have an alias? You don't. Please, I mean, obviously, don't tell us because then we're ready. Put where you're staying. Okay. Also, tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying at a, I'm staying is, at a nice but- hotel, and I do have an alias, and it's cool because my alias has been all over the place throughout my career. Um, it started off as um, a boxer. We had boxing alias for a long time. And then we had musicians or artists as alias for a long time. And then we switched over to actors, um, action film actors, if that kind of like narrows down the, the names. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, Are you going to reuse any of these? Can you tell us one of the like old ones? I've been, I've been Lucius Lyon before from Empire. Of course. Yes. Um, and it's funny because when I was in Atlanta, I checked in and a lady was like, Luscious? And I was like, although I am Luscious, it's Lucius. Uh-uh. No, you didn't. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was like an inside joke, I guess. Um, I've been, I'm a Browns oh, guy. Oh, man, that show, that, that show, the first couple of years. It was wild. It was, it was wild. And, and then it became, you know, even while they're off, off you know, outside of uh, the show. It did. Shout out, uh, Jesse. Okay. It did. Uh, <laughs> it did. And I've been football players. I've been professional football players that are retired, um, which is kind of is is it everybody like everybody has an alias? So this is this team is different. So this is a younger team. I don't know how some of those guys are moving, um, but I I travel with an alias. I carry the alias with me. Uh, 
everywhere, almost everywhere I go, most of the places I go, I I am under an alias. Um, Not that people are after me or want to be around me. I just, it's just been a part of my career since I was a rookie. And now I just kind of embrace that, that part of my life. It's pretty fun. You're so cool. You're so cool. It's a cool aspect. I, 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 you got to do something with all of your different aliases. This is it's it's, it's definitely going to be one of those like inside joke memories for you to look back on. For some of the people that, or I've you're been. just going to continue to check into hotels in retirement as. <laughs> it's so funny because they as, see my as name, Luscious Lion. They see my name, Luscious Lion, and then they see me. They're like, it's this is. It's not CJ. It. <laughs> But it's cool. It's a cool part of the league. And now you have to you have to come up with an alias. That is your next assignment. You have to have an alias for the next podcast. This seems like a lot of drama. I mean, you got a whole team that can like figure that stuff out for you. I, uh, you know, I'm over here flying commercial, like (laughs) taking Ubers. Again, there's that violin. No one wants to hear this. Um, All all right. So you just checked. You you just checked in Mm -hmm. um, to your hotel. You're about to have some room service. Are you going to turn on? A game or like how do you relax before so, the night before? I, want, I just FaceTime my son. I was FaceTiming again once we finish this podcast. I'll talk to my wife. My my daughter will be up all night, so we'll just make baby sounds together for a little bit through the phone. Aww. And then I'll see what's on TV. I brought I got my laptop with me, so I'll probably start a new Netflix show. And I'm tonight I'm trying to get ten hours of sleep. Like that's my goal. Like I want to get ten mm. hours of sleep tonight, bank some hours before we before this road trip ends. <laughs> So I'm gonna probably do a combination of watch a game, watch some league pass, um, talk to my family. And then I'm gonna have a glass of wine, and then pass out. Yeah, and then it's game over for me. So that's kind of how I wind down after a long flight. I'm super hydrated. I drink so much water and Pedialyte. Uh, I'm a Pedialyte guy on flights. I always drink Pedialyte. I know, same. Yeah, Pedialyte's great. Shout out to Pedialyte. It's a lot of sugar. Uh, it's a lot of sugar. We, we still need a sponsor, Pedialyte. Yeah. That's fine. We would we, we throw that on there. I pay for the product. You know? So, I mean, this is, <laughs> you know, why, why, like, why not? It's pretty, it's pretty easy, Pedialyte. What's your Just favorite flavor it. while we're here? What's your favorite flavor? The blue. The blue one? Yeah, the blue one. <laughs> Was that <laughs> purple blue drink. raspberry? I like the purple Which, drink. by the way, I've never seen a blue raspberry in my life, but yet that's like one of the most common flavors. Tell me I'm wrong. It is. I had the purple drink. Um, the purple <laughs> drink and then the strawberry one. I'm talking about the purple Pedialyte yes. drink. I had that one. It was really good. But that's kind of how I envision myself winding down tonight. I'm sleepy. I'm tired. I don't feel real social right now. Um. But yet you're doing a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is perfect. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so you'll you maybe turn on a game. Maybe you'll see someone go off for 80 because that's just where the league is going right yeah. now. Like, what was last week? In Like, last week was insane. It was crazy. Luca, Luca 73 against the Hawks. He shot 75%. Like, what? And then, of course, Embiid against the Spurs, and then Devin and, and Kat, 62 in, their, in, in losses. But still, I mean, what did you think when you saw those all, all of those big numbers over the last two weeks? Well, I thought to myself, well, those guys are all very good, first of all. And I watched some of those games. Um, I seen some of Embiid's big night. I was watching some of it um, as the night was kind of going on. But Book's been in a crazy, crazy groove. So Book's didn't surprise yeah. me because he's been in a crazy groove where he scores in bunches, especially like that first quarter. He's scoring 20 yeah. to 25 points in the first quarter. They let him play the whole first quarter. A lot of the offenses through him. He's being super, super aggressive. They got great spacing, great screeners. Um, and he's just really good. So that didn't surprise me. Uh, it surprised me that they lost uh, with him scoring that many points. Embiid is just so unguardable that although it's yeah. a it's a it's so it's so hard to score that many points, he makes it look relatively easy. He gets the free throw line, but it also was easy because the Spurs defense is abysmal. Wow, that's you saying that, not me. We play them on this road trip, and I have nothing but <laughs> the utmost respect for that Spurs team and what they're doing and building uh, over there. SEJ, okay, put your pocket. That even even Pop is like, our, look, their defense is tough. Their defense is struggling, but Embiid is unguardable, though. He's he's averaging thirty six, yeah. so that means. He, did he just doubled up on his average, basically, <laughs> against them, which right. happens sometimes. And the Luka one was very surprising because, like you said before, the degree of difficulty on those shots to score 70, the fadeaways, the step-back threes, yeah. the, the ability to manipulate a game like that while still getting assists is, is absurd. And I think it was it was like a, a payback game, right? Because Atlanta drafted him and traded him for Trey Young. Yeah, so that was surprising because of the efficiency in which he did it, 75% shooting. Statistically, that's like one of the first or second, one or two most efficient games ever played. Like the way he played that game at that level with that usage, those amount of shots, it's unlike anything that we've seen. And I think that's why Jay Kipp was giving him such high praise in terms of talking about how he feels Really like high praise. He's better than Dirk, which is crazy because Dirk won he their said, own chip. In Dallas, and there yes, it's not like some random person saying better than Dirk. Says he's better than Dirk and in the same realm of players as Michael Jordan. The realm is crazy. How big is the realm? What does the realm look like? I mean, it's currently it a, a two person realm. So it's a it's a, it's a so it's a king. It's a couple. <laughs> it's a couple right now. Are you really throwing in 24-year-old, like, Luka Doncic with 
zero titles and zero MVPs in the this. realm of LeBron and, and Jordan? Let me say this. I'm not going to say they're in the same room right now because that's disrespectful to the body of work. But what he's doing, yeah. the pace that he's at, okay, he may no, be no, able to, no. he's going to be allowed to knock on that door. Sure, sure. He's going to be allowed okay, to knock fine. on that door That for is sure. completely different than what Jake had said. Well, that's his, that's his point guard. He's got to. You don't got to do all that. Do you got you to go that far? That's my point. That's like, you can still say that's how that good Luka Doncic. Is he's so good that he's saying it, and we're and we're like, well, he's tripping, but like, Luka is bad. I mean, he's, he's bad. Watch whatever they say. He's a bad mother. He's Watch him. He's next. He's, he's, he's there. But he's like, we don't need to do all that. It's just a little much. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot, especially for someone who's guarded those types of players and played against – those types of players. That's a lot. Better than Dirk is probably more outrageous. Was he talking about skill set or just in general? Because those are two different things. Like uh, Dirk's body of work, his history with the league, how long he played, the shot, the revolution, the logo, the statue, the championship. Like the run is the run, right? Beating Braun and them. Luca's game is different than Dirk's, though. He does things that Dirk could never do, and now is the opportunity of getting the right people around him to ultimately win a championship. That's what he said. That, that's true. He does things that Dirk could never do. But if saying he's better is just is a different argument. It's a different argument. That my, like, my point is, that's obviously he's his coach, but you don't you don't just need to throw out Jordan and LeBron to like make a point. His point was well received. I don't know if his point was, but his message like was loud. <laughs> so you're saying he was loud and wrong. I, I'm not saying he's wrong. He can hear a man's entitled to his own opinion, especially one who, you know, sees Luka Doncic every day um, and coaches him. But it's just from the outside looking in, it just seems a little aggressive at this point in time for a guy who's still 24 years old and hasn't, you know, reached the ultimate stage yet. That's that's my point. I'm not saying Luka Doncic can't be a, you know, six-time champ, multiple-time MVP. Like, he's 24 years old. Yeah, he could win six and in a row. And we've been talking about him being amazing since he came into the league. So... He's 24. He's probably going to score 80 in a game at some point, too, now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, back to that. I want to get back to the scoring. Do you think it's like, because, you know, this is, it's very sports talk radio, but I will say I've been getting hit up. My dad's like, what's up with all these (laughs) scoring? All the curmudgeons are, you know, who who grew up watching 80s and 90s basketball. Like, wondering how how all of these huge scoring nights are happening in like the span of the last year. I I mean, do you think it's good for the league that, you know, guys are scoring 70 points on the reg? I think the competition is good for the league, whether it's a high scoring game or not. I think this it's twofold, right? Because I haven't played in those other eras. And I think some of the players that have played in other eras do a great job of capturing what's happening right now. There are certain players that can play in any era. There's certain players that that more so favor the old school era. There's certain players that more so favor the current era that we're in. The difference is that the current era that we're in favors the offense. Obviously, there's no hand checking. There's the three and the key. There's all those things. But it's also an era in which the pace is 
unlike anything we've ever seen. The game is faster. There's 20 to 25 more possessions a game. There's more three-pointers. There's more free throws, a slight uptick in free throws. And depending on your star caliber and your ability to manipulate a game, you're getting, you got guys shooting 10 free throws, guys shooting 12 free throws. In these big nights, guys are shooting, you know, Embiid 20, 25 free throws. Luka's getting 15, 16 free throws. Book's getting 15, 16 free throws. But the efficiency and the skill set, like you still have to make shots. And that's my point. And I think, you know, A Miles talked about that. I've talked about that with some of my friends and, and family. The game is different, but the level of play is also different in terms of like the best players in the world now compared to back in the day. Like they're shooting, their level and ability to make shots is a little different. Like how often did guys hit eight threes 20 years ago? Like guys weren't even taking it. The best three-point shooters in the NBA, Reggie Miller, were taking what, four or five threes a game, maybe six? Like we got guys. And and now you got seven footers. Like, so what? The league did away with hand checking in 04, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when the rule was removed, you know, scoring jumped. um, And most of the MVPs following that rule uh, were, you know, pretty much combo guards, right? Um, And before that, it was really like the big guys, Garnett, Tim, Tim Duncan. Um, and now we're seeing like these center turn combo guards <laughs> Those and for the last few years. And those are the guys winning MVP. So without a doubt, it's the game has changed. The skill level has changed. Um, but do you feel like as a current player, you want like are, you're seeing high level defense is it possible to play high level defense do you want to see hand checking come back in the game those are three questions probably shouldn't you know as a journalist you don't ask double barrel questions <laughs> that was a triple barrel. as you know this that was a triple barrel but you know i would give it to you i'll start with i just play against the boston celtics great defensive team doesn't matter the error because they have like-sized guys, tall wings. They switch one through five. And they have rim protector and Przingis who didn't play against us. But that's a really good defensive team, arguably the best. Played against the Milwaukee Bucks. They play two seven-footers. One seven-footer sits in a drop. That's Lopez. He protects the basket. Giannis is weak side help. He can be at the level. He can switch. Um, they started Crowder. They played Dame. Beasley, another really good defensive team at times, right? Like they struggled defensively this year, but historically they've been a really good defensive team. Played against the Clippers. They switch one through five. Uh, Kawhi, PG, very switchable. James can guard bigs. Um, Terrence Mann, really good defender. Zubac. Um, and I think Plumlee is playing some now. Another really good defensive team. You look at the the Western Conference. We're a good defensive team, right? Herb can switch. Z can switch. B.I. is switching. JV, we rotate JV out. We bring in Larry Nance. We bring in Dyson. We got a bunch of good defenders, top 10 defensive teams. So I, I say always to say that the personnel is different, right? So every team doesn't have the personnel to be successful in the modern day NBA. Like the game is different. Your fours and fives aren't what they used to be. When I first got into the league, LaMarcus Aldridge played the four. He's 6'11", 7 foot. Robin Lopez played the five we basically had two seven footers nicholas batum wesley matthews like r3 was legit six seven when i first got into the league like i was guarding six six two guards six seven two guards six eight harrison barnes is playing the three now he's playing the four and he can play some five like the game is just different 
now. And I think all those things factor in the defense, the rules, but it's also the skill set. Like guys shoot the ball better than they ever have before. And there's an emphasis on teams shooting 43s a game. It's like a number. Every team has a magic number they want to they want to hit. And the analytics has kind of changed the game. And the way guys are training has changed. You got Chet, who's a seven-foot rim protector. OKC, another great defense team. They switch a lot. Chet's sitting at the rim. But Chet also shoots damn near 40, what, 40? Sharp shoot. 40 from three, and he's seven foot. Seven foot yeah. in some change. Like, that's different than anything that we've seen. So, although the skill set is evolving – the talent level was evolving. Guys are longer, more athletic, and more skilled. They're having to guard guys who are also longer, more athletic, more mm-hmm. skilled. And there's no, you know, there's just not as many rules that benefits the defense um, consistently. Do you want to see hand checking come back? I I be getting hand checked still sometimes. So like I don't, <laughs> I got scratches from, from the game against Boston. So it's like <clears throat> the way I score. Is unique. I don't shoot a lot of free throws. Like I'm making jumpers. I'm getting floaters. Like I don't. I don't rely on getting to the free throw line. Some guys do. So like that's not going to affect how I play. I play free. I shoot jumpers. I move off screens. I get. I get it in transition. I catch and shoot. But I think for the league and the game, they just got to figure out what is what is the priority. And I think competition is really the priority. Like it doesn't matter if it's a one forty to one forty five. Like the game is close. Steph just shot twenty something threes in a game. People aren't like, why is he shooting threes? They're like, he's the best yeah. shooter of all time, and that's the best shot for him. It's a higher percentage shot, and they scored a lot of points. They played against the Sacramento Kings, and I was watching, and they had both had like a buck forty, and I wasn't like, wow, like why are they scoring so many points? I was like, wow, this is fun to watch. Like two teams executing well on offense, making the right plays, and then the game comes down to being able to get a stop the last two minutes. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, really answer your question, right. but I just gave you my no, opinion. No, I, I w- <laughs> How to negotiate with Giants. <laughs> I'm just negotiating with you and your Giant. I guess. I mean, look, if you had the answer, then, you know, I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, but, you know, it went from, I think, like, it went from Embiid 70, which was like, wow, amazing, look how exciting. And then when, you know... Luca had 73, which was an awesome 73. Um, and then Devin the same night, it, it, it started to turn me like, is something, right. something not right? <laughs> like, is there something not going in the right direction here with the league? Um, but I think haters going to hate. I, I mean, I, I found it to be exciting. You know, I like, I found myself following what was happening in all those games. It's a, you know, it's, there's so many games on a night to night basis. And this is a, this is a star driven league. So those type of nights that kind of like stick out, um, I think, you know, drive interest, but that's, that's my take. You know, my dad, not so much. Doesn't want to see all that scoring. Wants to see some defense. (laughs) You got to watch more Eastern conference teams. Tell him to watch the Boston Celtics. He must hate the Pacers because they'd be scoring. (laughs) They'd be scoring that ball. (laughs) He must hate the he must hate the Pacers. Oh man. You tell him to watch the Eastern Conference teams on a back to back. Um to get yeah, the game in the exactly. East is just a little different. The West is more free flowing and I've asked Dame about it. Just different players that have played in the West versus the East. It's at times more physical in the East. Um I mean, especially when I first got into the league. We go on the East Coast trip and I'd be like, Wow, like they just run a wedge in Chicago cuts for post ups the whole game. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, speaking of Dame and um, the East and um, defense, uh, what did you think of, it's now been a week since Adrian Griffin was fired and then Doc Rivers was hired immediately after uh they lost to Denver in um Doc's, you know, first game as head coach, but Doc's takeaway was look, hey, um, you know, cats out of the bag. This team can play defense, so mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna focus on that. Um what did you think of that whole ordeal? And what do you think of Doc being the head coach of the Bucks? I thought it was very interesting, um, you know, with them being second in the East and on the outside, looking like they're playing well. Obviously, there's things they can definitely improve upon. And, you know, they they face a lot of scrutiny throughout this season for a team that's second in the East. Like, I don't know why they're being talked about so much. Like, they're having success with their rookie head coach. Dame just got traded there. Him and Giannis are kind of growing together. Chris Middleton's been in and out on a minute restriction. They've had some injuries to key rotation players. So, as a league pass junkie, like, I've been watching them, and I'm like, that's, they're in contention for an Eastern Conference you know, finals appearance, like what's, what's so bad about that? But there must have been something going on, some underlying issues within the organization, the team, um, to where they felt like they needed a more experienced coach to make a run. And that's an interesting part because they had a chance to hire a more experienced coach when the job opened up because they fired another experienced coach yeah. who had right. won a championship with them. So I think I just, And Doc interviewed in the summer along with Nick Nurse and yeah. Other teams, Anyways, continue your thoughts. other coaches who had won championships before and had showed an, uh, an ability to be able to to perform under pressure while delivering with X's and O's. So I thought it was interesting that they picked this guy who I imagine the upper echelon players in the team signed off on and then got rid of him in the middle of the season. But I think all in all, it's clear that they wanted someone like Doc. Maybe it's for the locker room. Maybe it's for the X's and O's. Maybe it's for the playoffs alone where they're worried about a matchup with a Spo, a matchup with a Nick Nurse mm-hmm. in Philly, a matchup with a Joe Missoula, who I think is a good coach, you know, regardless of what I Kendrick Perkins says. I think I he's mean. a good coach. And I think they were worried about, and I say this all the time, if all things are equal, best player, best coach. Which team has the best player? Which team has the best coach? That's the difference in the playoffs. A coach, as yeah. as Cody Zeller once told me before, a coach is good enough to swing a game five points. They're really good coaches. 
Did they believe that he had that in him? I don't know. I don't know what the and answer he, we is. Didn't, they wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have known because they never until, seen it. Until it, until the, yeah, until it mattered. And this is information they had at the beginning of the year. But, you know, you could, you can criticize the fact that they got themselves into this, this situation, um, in the first place or, you know, commend them for acting swiftly when they knew that something wasn't right and not just writing it out. Um, Sometimes, you know, admitting that you made a mistake and correcting it can, you know, be um, can be a better situation than, you know, just trying to, like, stand by your word. In this situation, when there's millions of dollars on the line and, you know, trying to keep your uh, super duper star happy um, in Giannis. And not that this has anything to do with this at all, but they have the same ownership um, as my beloved Browns. And the Browns, you know, had an unexpected loss to the How Texans. did we get back to the Brown, Browns? No, I just, felt like, I just felt like saying that. Uh, maybe they were it like, just, we got to win this championship like because, because my Browns didn't win the Super Bowl. Maybe they're like, we got to get this championship. I didn't even come close. Don't, don't they you came start. So you know who didn't come I close? Just, I don't care. You know who that the, no one was talking. No one. You're not hitting me where it hurts you know because I don't clo- care. You know who was closer? <laughs> just want to say it. He's just a little bit closer than you were. The Browns. We were a little bit closer than. Okay. Well, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Honestly, <clears throat> I really want Lamar Jackson to get a, uh, a chance at a Super Bowl, man. For yeah, what um, happened? For for I don't the know love what of happened to them. For the love of. Quarterbacks who were mobile, but bah, baby goat, <laughs> baby goat is gonna get another one. We're gonna be seeing Taylor Swift all over the TV. Her cells are gonna are you go hating? up. I'm not hating. Are you, are you hating on that? I'm not hating. I'm. I'm. It's not her fault. She's not directing. I'm from. I'm from Ohio. I'm a Travis Kelsey fan. first and foremost. So yes. I I'm salute him. I, I hope he continues to secure all the bags he can secure and continues to break all the records he can break in the NFL while doing it with a smile. And he deserves the right to party again. <laughs> and I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. But I think it's it's hard to bet against Mahomes. He's got that. He's got not that he's Brady, but like Brady in a big game, you just feel like it's going to go his way. And I think Mahomes has that eerily similar trait to where. He makes the big throws and the big plays when he needs to. He delivers. He's confident. Who's their off year? Like they just won it last year. I know, but th- like they were a hot mess during the season. They were a hot mess, and everyone said it doesn't matter as long as they can get in the playoffs. And they said Mahomes can't win on the road. He's never played on the road. Goes the Buffalo. Receivers can't catch the ball. They <laughs> they couldn't catch the ball all year until when it mattered. <laughs> I'm just. I'm going to be on an airplane during the Super Bowl, but me too. Again, where are you flying from? Bringing out our, you know, bringing out our tiny violins. I'm flying um, from just, Portland to Memphis. Where are you going? Uh, from Miami. I have a. I have a two two p.m. ABC game, Celtics and Heat in Miami before the Super Bowl. That you better put on on the second on your second screen, just to give the NBA some ratings on a Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm flying American. Let's, I'm hoping and praying that they have streaming on that plane because I doubt it. Do you guys have streaming on your planes? We fly generally Delta, sometimes um, okay. United. You probably will. But I don't know how good it'll be flying from Portland to Memphis. That's a long flight, and I'm 
sure it'll be. Well, they better have live TV. No, no, we don't have live. We don't have TVs in our seats. (gasps) It's just, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice plane that we have that's huge and you can, you know, be comfortable in your seat, but there's no TVs. No. See, again. I'll have spotty service and I'll follow the uh, score (laughs) on my phone and I'll miss all the cool commercials. I know. I also want to see Usher because I feel like, you know. That's going to be a good You should show. just go to Vegas and see him in residency and sit in the front row. Is that what you did? No. No. It's not what I did. But if, if he is out there and when I'm there, I will go, but I will not be sitting Were in the Were you sitting row. right next to Kiki Palmer? Was that you? No, that was not me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end on this note. That was not okay. me next to Kiki. We, have, we could talk next week, too, about the Super Bowl. See, that's the thing. We've got two weeks. Two weeks to kind of let it thing. go. Um, but I watched enough Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey um, post game on the field, trying to read what they were saying to each other. You like broke um, it down like you were just really genuinely curious. <laughs> like yeah, my algorithm went a little too deep on it. I'm ashamed and also proud. Um, and you know, I don't care how many cutaways. And my daughter's gonna love it too. So yeah, yeah. I have a five year old Swifty. Didn't think, didn't think I would. I'm not even. I don't even listen to her music, but I appreciate that woman. That's she's, all I'll say. She's an incredible entertainer and loved by many. Um, who, who would have thought that this podcast would start with Lucius Lyon and end with Taylor Swift? See, look we at have us. to end on a different note. Um, look at us. <laughs> Pelicans in the midst of a road trip, in the midst of three straight losses. We have a game against the Houston Rockets that we need to win. Um, currently in seventh place, which is not so great for us because that means we'd be in the playing game and we want to avoid that at all costs. So we have some uh-huh. winning that we need to get done here shortly. Uh-huh. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Pelican Brief. It's a Pelican Brief. <laughs> awesome. Enjoy your flatbread pizza and uh, hope the carb loading goes well. Thank you. I will enjoy nighttime.